This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see him face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davy Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call up, plays no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And grip be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. Yo, what up, baby? <laughs> Y'all don't understand what's about to go down. My name is Rock Teasy for Sheezy. It's your boy Griff, so west, west, west. It's your boy Super Day from the cliff. And I hate the homies, but guess what? We don't, we don't care. care. <laughs> So let's, welcome to the I Hate the Homies podcast. This is our first episode, so it's about to be bananas, man. Let me tell y'all something. We we are like sports junkies. Right. Like we all we all talk sports like most homies do all the time, right? But this is not just a sports podcast. Don't get it twisted. Griff, you, you agree with that, right? Listen, I'm a tattooed Raider fan. Love them in LA. Love them in Oakland. Don't tell nobody love that. Love them in Vegas. Don't tell nobody I that. Appreciate the Cowboys, I appreciate the Steelers. I recognize the Falcons. But, uh, you know, for me, it's football first and basketball and everything else. But I'm a, I'm a football head. I, I've been watching the XFL. The XFL is so horrible that the commentators is kind of like, I can't wait for football to come back. But they commentate <laughs> games, though. While they're watching the football game. No, no, Griff. You're horrible for watching the XFL. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. It's other things to I'm do. Fiending. Don't do that. I'm fiending. So I'm holding this very I'm I'm holding this very small orange for a reason because Super Dave <laughs> he's he's the runt of the bunch. <laughs> you really want to go there. Don't do that. Don't do that. I look nothing like that. He, I'm not that small. Super I'm 5'8". Super Dave is, you know how Super Dave is somebody you want to maybe put in your trunk just in case your real homie start tripping. You got a spare Super Dave in the back, just in case. <laughs> okay. That's where we're going, Griff. That's what we're doing today. I'm the diehard Cowboy fan. And these guys don't believe me because most of the time I'm dogging the Cowboys out. But I'm down. I'm not down with these Cowboys. These Cowboys today are bogus. Then you're not a Cowboy fan. I am still a Cowboy fan. How the hell are you a Cowboy fan? I told you where my tattoo dog is. Them out all the time. My tattoo is right on my butt. That's Can you much. say that, Griff? That's Can much. you say that? What? Too much information. Yeah, I don't. I. <laughs> I would actually like to go right into the first story now. I'm so. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, we're going to talk about the NBA finals, what's going on in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals, man. We're going to also touch on Nick Saban. He opened his big fat mouth. 
taking nothing from his legacy as a coach, man. but he was wrong about what he said, man. And we're going to get into that situation. And then Bronny James taking a white girl to prom. Everybody's bashing <laughs> him about that. Like, <laughs> and she was bad. She was bad. Let's not discount that. She was bad. Okay, so we we got a lot to unpackage, man. Let's okay. get into the. Let's start off with the NBA playoffs, man. How about them raggedy Dallas Mavs, man? I, I just, I'm the one that got on the Ricky Smarty Morning Show. He did as the sports genius, and I was telling the whole world Dallas Mavericks is gonna take down Golden State. And possibly five games, and now they down three games to zero. First of all, remove the name Sports Genius. Let's just get rid of that right now. I told you then on the show, on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, about what Dallas wouldn't do against Golden State. All y'all want to keep saying is Golden State is old. They got young players on that basketball team, too. Look at Poole. Look at Looney. They have young players. They don't just, cold. Okay, cold. then. Don't sit up and tell me. And they're schooling these boys right now. What's Luka doing? He's dropping 40 a game, 35-40 a game. He's doing his part. and that's But that's what teams are going to do. That's what they did against the Lakers when they had Shaq and Kobe. You get your 50 to 60 points, but where are the other points going to come from? Can those guys stand up in crunch time? And we're finding out they can't. Griff, what do you think, dog? I, I, I want to say very calmly, being from the West, watching Golden State go from Oakland to Frisco, that this year, right now, Golden State – is playing like the Golden State we know when we talk about the Warriors. It was really weird watching them play against Memphis because it looked like they were playing against a younger Golden State. It was so cool because, like, everything Memphis was is what Golden State used to be. But now you talking about a whole bunch of light-skinned veterans, dog. Them boys them boys is a problem. <laughs> and, 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 and while Luka being mad – Cause, cause Steph's shooting a no look three, and Luca got all these problems, but he he needs help. That's it. Nobody's mad at the Mavericks. Texas yeah. should really be standing up, Peace. rocking all kind of Mavericks stuff because the Mavs made it and nobody called it. Nobody called it. But I'm just saying, them light skinned boys okay. to me okay. is Golden State, Miami. Period. And light skinned. Hold on, son. Cold. Speaking of light skin, somebody did call the Mavericks getting this far, doggone it. His name is Rock Teasy for Sheezy. Now, Super Dave, come on now. Ever since the beginning of the playoffs, what have I been saying about has the he, Dallas Mavericks? Has he, and don't, has he? Speak up, Dave. He He's done it. I'm not going to give him the sports genius title, but he's done it. He said that. He oh, said that the man. Mavericks would be there. Now, he said the NBA Finals, too. He said, don't be surprised if you say this team gets to the – I said, don't use the word surprise. Either you go for it or you don't. No, listen, man. Dallas Mavericks belong where they are right now. Like, they got the formula to beat very good teams. They've proven. Now, of course, when they beat Utah, everybody was saying, okay, it's Utah. Then they knocked off the team that was supposed to win the whole thing, which was the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Like, Golden State, Golden State, man, if if if, if the Mavericks would have got the version of, Cold, of Golden State that played Memphis, Mavericks would be up in this series. Agreed. But somehow, Agreed. Golden State – said, uh, let's push the button from three, four years ago and pull that version of us back. No, it, and that's what they did. No, because the bottom line is when you look at Steph Curry, one of the greatest shooters in NBA history, and you're talking about Klay Thompson, who still ain't come back fully from that in, for those injuries he had back two years ago. Those guys are your shooters. You have shooters on that team. They can kill you at any point in the game. That's what makes the difference between them and Memphis. Memphis, yeah, they got... Jay Morant, they got him. That's fine. But look at the shooters on this basketball team. Uh -oh. And they got him in all corners. You just lost cool. your title, Super. 
You can't have you can't have Splash Brothers if they ain't in no water. Pool is a problem. Pool is the young gun that's like, yo, oh, I give you that. I'm shooting with my heroes. I'm out here playing with dog. people that like you can't. That's a momentum that you can't even pay for, dog. Golden State versus Miami in the finals. Golden State wins it all. I'll say it right now, and I love. Watch out! You see him shaking his head. Let me tell you something, son. Since we're going to shift into the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston's going to be in the finals, dog. Boston's going to beat Boston's Miami. They're going to listen. Boston's good. Come on, dog. From top to bottom, you got you to gotta talk about that. They got more depth than anybody Itch. in the playoffs, okay? Itch. Come on, man. So, Boston, I mean, they, they're going to they're gonna get to the finals. Now, I can't disagree with you on the, uh, on the Golden State Warriors winning the whole thing now because if they keep this version of themselves – they're going to win the whole thing. But I got I got them in Boston. Can I just say that the way Boston is looking, here you have five guys that's playing cohesively with the edge. You know, first everybody was saying, well, the 76ers got it all, and they gone, mopped them up. New Jersey mopped them up. You know what I'm saying? And then they just been solid. Like, they – they can't remind you of the Boston of old because there's a bunch of white boys on that team, but they just – they putting Boston back on the map like Boston used to be. So I'm happy for them. Not a big fan of Boston uh, sports fans per se, but I like these new – I like these brothers rocking this green. Before Super Dave throws his raggedy opinion in on this, ah! I got two words for you. Two words for you. I'm, wait, I'm waiting. Marcus – Smart. Yeah. Period. Yeah. He's the X factor. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Dave. And yeah. right now, you ain't smart. So don't even put those two <laughs> things together right now. Who's up in this series right now? Miami's up at this okay. point. Okay. Yo, I'm Boston is a good team, but it's also the Boston team that also gave a blow, they blown big leads in the playoffs and during the regular season. So I'm not they're a great defensive team, but Miami. When they put it all together, and Jimmy Butler, when he wants to shoot the ball and not pass it off, when he gets inside, he's going to dominate. Don't discount that, man. Miami is still – who wants to go to Miami? I want to go to Miami. Don't you? Yeah, I mean – Okay, who wants to go to Boston? Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with South Beach and that, sun, sun, that sunshine, man. But uh, Jimmy Buckets going to get Jimmy Buckets. He's going to get his buckets, man. And and I'm glad you but brought his name us. up. Okay. I'm glad you brought his name up because now, right here on I Hate the Homies podcast – Episode number one, we all three can agree that Jimmy Butler needs to get his props. He needs to get his props, period. Oh, they're long overdue. I mean, you're talking about what happened in the bubble two years ago. Yeah, but and then I'll even say for the last four seasons for reals, Jimmy Butler's just been going like this, going up, going up, going up, going up. And now, remember, he went to the 76ers. They was like, oh, he won't work there. He was in Minnesota. They was like, oh, he won't work there. When they made him the star, when they said, this is your team, Jimmy B, he it, it, it changed him. I don't remember him being that fresh. Like, just the last four years, Jimmy Butler has changed basketball. And, and I think that change comes from dudes that have the desire to win even when they lose it. Because a lot of these dudes is getting paid and they just be dogging it out there. He still want to win. It still means something to Jimmy Butler to win a game, even if it's in a regular season. He's a great player, and I'm not discounting anything that Butler's done. That's why I said you can't discount what Miami's doing. But I'm telling you, he could average 
50 points if he wanted to because he's the one player on their team that drives in the lane, but he always dishes it off when the basket is right there. The shot is right there. Don't pass that shot up. These these guys are looking to you to be that number one guy. Rock T. Kobe wouldn't do it. Rock T, you'll say it out loud. What up, man? How much, how much props do we have to give to the uh, – to the Heat coach. Oh, oh Spolstra? Yeah, Spolstra, Come on, please. man. Listen, he always looking like he don't know what's going on. He always look confused on the sideline. He do. <laughs> but he Spolstra, do. Spolstra is a top dog. You he you got to give him his respect, man. He, he's been winning ever since. A lot of people thought, okay, when you got LeBron and Dwayne right. Wade on your squad, right. it's easy to coach a team like that. But they ain't on the squad no more, and he continually. Was that a right? Did I say that word? Word? He continually. Now you. No. Yeah, he continually, okay. now, consistently. That's smart part. I was telling you about. Come on. A, yeah. <laughs> but he. Dog. Oh, yeah. Spo, Spolstra. He's he's a beast, dog. He's gonna be coaching for a long time until his hair until his hair turned gray. And it ain't gonna be great. So we made our picks. Because he still look like a little boy. <laughs> so we made our picks for the NBA Finals. We're gonna make them right now, right? Boston, Golden State. I got Miami, Golden State. Golden State, Miami, and Golden State for it all. Yeah, Golden State, I got Golden State winning it all. Winning it all. Yeah. Thank we'll, we'll move on right now, but let's never forget Pat Riley behind the whole Miami Heat situation. It started a long time ago with Whiteside. Oh, yes. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Patty Rye. Well, speaking of uh, cats that wear their hair slicked back, kind of sort of, we're going to go into Nick Saban now. So Nick Saban put his big Alabama Crimson Tide foot in his mouth. And this is, like I said earlier, this ain't got nothing to do with his coaching legacy. One of the greatest of all time. The program that he built out there in Alabama is amazing. It's a machine. So he started talking about this name, image, and likeness, the new rules in the NCAA, how athletes can now get paid off their name, image, and likeness. And saying that Texas A&M bought all their recruits this last past uh, recruiting season because they were, they finished top, the number one in recruiting. And Alabama finished number two. Jimbo Fisher, the head coach of Texas A&M, got pissed off and called Saban out saying, oh, just because you ain't getting your way and you finished number one in ranking this year, you want to start making excuses and blaming it on that we bought all of our players. We don't buy all of our players. But here's the deal. And I'm I'm, going to jump out there first and I'll sit back and let you guys say what y'all going to say. It's open to everybody in the NCAA. Even Alabama. So if you want to get your uh, your your booster club, Nick Saban, and get all your people, your money people together to bring in these recruits and give them their NIL situations and let them make money off their name, image, and likeness, then go for it. What you talking about? We do it the right way. Our twenty five players get advantage, you know, take advantage of the NIL and blah blah blah. Listen, if you choose to do it that way, that's your, that's you. But you can't down talk somebody else for doing what. There's all legal. It's all legal. Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M is not doing anything illegal. So Nick Saban was wrong to say that. Now he came back and apologized. He he did apologize, but was, he shouldn't even was, say it in the first place. Well, that's your own words. That's, that's your what Nick Saban said let's, about let's A&M play what first. Nick Saban said though. Let's play the audio. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. All right, now let me explain what the NIL is. 
name, image, and likeness. There was these two brothers that played for UCLA <laughs> in the early 90s, the O'Bannon brothers. The O'Bannon mm -hmm. brothers' question to the NCAA is, why do they have video games? Now, now the, the player doesn't say, the player doesn't say O'Bannon on the back of it, but it's my height. He looked like me. Is he has all my strengths and it, so so they were really saying skill level. How is the NCAA making all this money, paying for video games and other things, using people's likenesses, and nobody's getting no money? So when you play, I'm a I'm an avid uh, a gamer. So when you play NCAA football, you get to play Michigan versus Alabama. Now, they're not going to have nobody's name in, in it. You have, it's going to say number 12, 6'5", such and such. But that 6'5", speed, accurateness, all that is actually that person. So you, when you put that person's name on a jersey, it becomes that person. But let, let us, now that we heard Saban uh, quickly saying really fast, and he said it so fast, you really had to pay attention that Texas A&M buys all their players. Let's hear... Uh, the comment, uh, Jimbo Fisher. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. Oh, but, oh, but Jimbo had more to say after that. This is, this yeah, I'm is about when, to say this is when it became one. personal. Listen to this. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. Whoa. Skeletons. Skeletons. Whoa. Now, see, it should have been a follow-up question <laughs> to Jimbo. What do you mean? And were you a part of those teams that you actually saying that something was going on? Don't throw that out there if you can't back it up. Let all the skeletons out because he's a part of, he was a part of that coaching staff back in the day. Hey, man. You said something right there, Super Dave. Don't just throw it out there. The bottom line, the bottom line is this. We don't play college nothing, but we know these college kids is getting paid. We know. Oh, they get paid, paid, yes. And it's an unwritten rule. This is why I was so shocked. Nick, you sound like a narc, dog. Why is you even talking about people getting paid? I know nine people that went to Alabama that their parents got houses, they got jobs. Like, it seemed like now the NCAA would go, Let's do an investigation. Let's let's see what they talk about for real. Let me tell you but something, see, man. Go ahead, Dave. I, I love, um, believe me, I'm an Alabama fan. I love Nick Saban, but you gotta you gotta put this put everything in a setting because this all took place. That first clip we played of Nick Saban, he's in front of who when he's doing that press conference? He's in front of boosters. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get money for his school. Let his guys know if we want to stay number one. And, and still be on top. We got to do. We got to play the game, and we got to play better than everybody else. That's what he's saying. But, he really but the one thing that he did wrong was 
don't put nobody's school or name out there. You can say it generically where you don't have to put anybody's right. name out there because what you're gonna what's gonna happen is you're gonna get a Will Smith. Keep my school name <laughs> out your mouth. That's good. That's good, dog. Wait a minute. One point for Super Dave. Right. One point for Super Dave right there. Now, Keep my school name out your mouth. Well, look, though. Not only did he just hate on the school, then he threw Deion Sanders under the bus. Listen to this. Come on, man. Now you going to throw prime time on him. Listen, yeah, he did get one of the top recruits in the country, but at the end of the day, once again, it's all legal. Now, Deion did say we ain't paying nobody no million dollars, but even if you did, it's legal now. It's NIL, so it, we ain't tripping. It's whatever the school wants to do to get that player in there. It's legal now. They've been doing it so long illegally, and everybody can play the game. And what well, I think the hard part is for Nick Saban and any of these big schools like a and and I'm just throwing them schools out there, right? But what, what the problem is, is you get an HBCU who now can go get those same players right. that you've been getting all these years. Come on. And now they can make the HBCU community even bigger. And if I ain't mistaken, I think Dion said, I want to play Alabama now. Let's play Alabama. Like, let's go. And the, the playing field is about to be even uh, now. Trust it won't, it won't now, be I don't even. know about I don't know about that playing in Alabama. Due, in due time. Oh, yeah. In due time. In, in due time, give it give it about five or six, seven more years, man. What Deion Sanders is doing for HBCUs, it's man. Amazing. Come on, he's bro. Op- he's opened up the door. He's opened up. Then let's slow down. Let's slow down because if Alabama played Jackson State next in September, the final score will be 164 to 11. So let's let's <laughs> pump the brakes. Homie. Agree. But also it's the payday. It's also getting the big payday playing Alabama. Well, I mean, they want they want these schools, these small schools want to be able to, to make money just like these big schools do. Exactly. I mean, you play you play you Jackson State plays Alabama. They put money in their pocket. And now you get exposed exposure on TV. It's all about TV. When, Absolutely. When do we see Jackson State? We just start seeing them this year because who's the head coach? Absolutely. Deion Sanders. He know what he's doing. He know what he's doing. By saying by challenging Nick Saban to play and put him on the schedule is for all of those reasons you just named right there. Regardless of the score, it's going to be a blowout. It's always about money. What Nick Saban did was strategic. It was about money. The only thing he shouldn't did shouldn't have done is put people name out there or put the schools out there. Because the bottom line is, all he wants right now is to play the game, but play it the right way. But I want more money coming from my boosters so I can get the same players and be the number one draft uh, recruiting class each and every year. Because it's all it's all about winning national championships for him. I ain't hear nothing Dave said. It doesn't matter because the Super Dave said it, so it's irrelevant. Whoa, so go don't ahead. go there, man. Don't no, do that. That's, tell, what, tell that's us, a homie hating right tell there. Us the bottom line, homie. Dave, tell us. I mean, my, my bottom line on this is Nick Saban did what he was supposed to do. I don't think I have a problem with keep the school, other school names out, there, out your mouth right now. That's it. He's about getting money and building up his program. It's about playing the game, just like he did when he didn't want to – you know, when all the schools were going offensively, they were throwing the ball down the field. He was always a running guy. And he changed that. He brought in uh, Wayne, uh, I forgot who it was, Wayne Cliffin? Rank, Griffin. 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 He brought him in, changed the whole entire Kipling. team to where now they're passing the ball now a lot more. He didn't want to bring in tra- the, transfer, the transfer portal. He didn't want to be a part of that. But what did he do the last two years? Got transfers. So it's about changing the game. He'll change with the times, but he's also telling his boosters, if we want to be number one, we got to get money. And I'll I'll just end this on the subject, and we can go to the next one, Rock T. 
what Deion Sanders is doing with the HBCUs and making these. You got to think a lot of these uh, football players are raised by their moms, you know, so the moms are oh, yeah. only going where if Tennessee coach come to their house or, if, you know, but now to get the same equally balanced athlete to come to an HBCU plus that kid gets the HBCU experience and then he'll understand how important his actual coming to the school was will be for the rest of the conference. But what else we got, Rock? And that was a and that was a big part of it with Travis Hunter, the guy that went to Jackson State. He said mm-hmm. he had a chance to go see like a homecoming game and see his own people get together, yes. not fighting, not doing anything else, but having a great time. He wanted to be a part of that. Well, speaking of mamas, uh, Savannah is uh, very bothered that her son, Bronny James, a.k.a. son of LeBron James, Mm -hmm. is getting dragged through the mud on social media because he took a white girl to prom. Not just a white girl. That girl was bad. She was bad. I would like to start this being from California and y'all being from the South and Texas and other places. In California... (laughs) We go out with white girls. We go out with Mexicans. We go out with Filipinos. It's not personal. The boy probably goes to a school where it's only 20 black people at the whole school and nine of them is athletes. You know, I'm sure if it was a bunch of black girls at his school, he would have went with one, but I'm sure that it's not. I'm I'm almost positive that it's not. My philosophy has always been this. No, I'm I'm talking now. My philosophy right now, Griff, is, and I've been saying this for years, go after something that they want. This is a bad white girl. So when you walk around the mall with her, it's something the other white guy's going to want. So what you, do we see when we go when we go out to the malls? We always see a brother, <laughs> but you know he ain't with the finest white girl out there. And they're going, you can have that. You can have that. Go after something that they want. <laughs> <laughs> so you're pretty much saying, Super Dave, if you're going to get one, Get one. Get one. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, put your put the work in. Look, man, out of everything, here, here's what be tripping me out about our own race. Ain't we funny? I'm a, this is this is the part of I hate the yeah, homies. Y'all are. Y'all are funny. Go ahead. This is the part of I hate the homies that you're gonna probably hate Rock Teasy when I say this. Okay, because out of every week, you're gonna probably hate one of us from something that we said. Um we are so quick to cry about racism. We're quick to cry about racism, but then again, we we are being the people that are have a problem with Bronny James taking a white girl to prom. It's kind of racism that you're kind of you're kind of you're kind of doing the same thing. Exactly. Like, let this man let this man have his girlfriend take his date, whatever color she is. So don't be hypocritical. You know, don't stop trying to be, man, they're being racist because I'm black. They're being racist. That's racist because we're black and we blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. That, you know, there's that's truth to that. But you're going to flip the switch now. And you're going to do the same exact thing, man. That that ain't cool. But that ain't cool, what? man. So, Bronny. I, that, that, that white girl's parent is saying, yeah, that's, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, baby girl. That's a that's a good man you got right there. You, oh yeah, she, it's a I, I, Come on. I feel like I feel like y'all look good together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but I want to I want to jump right behind what Rock T just said. And this is this problem I have with not just us, but everybody. If everybody mind their own damn business, that's the problem I'm, I have with everybody. 
I only can control what I can control at my address. That's it. I don't worry about what Griff is doing. I don't worry about what Rock T is doing because I can't control that. We always want to control something we can't control. That's somebody else's life. You're not God. Only one person can control that person's life, and that is the person that's in control. I'm in control of me. But you what? can't control your height because you just happen to be. Well, I mean, you got to throw that out there. But I mean, all right. Hey, leave that, leave that man alone because he's shaped like a semicolon. Let him, leave him alone. <laughs> hey, I hate you. I hate you guys. I really do. A lot of people that's hating probably ain't never been to a prom. I went to three proms. I talk to people all the time. They say, man, I never had a chance to go to a prom or I was too, I was working in high school. I ain't but how many was with your cousins? <laughs> How many with your cousins? Griff? Got him. <laughs> let's, Griff, let's go in the closet. Griff Come like, on. Griff like, yo, she my third cousin. It don't count. It don't count. She came into the family through marriage. <laughs> Y'all play too much. Hey. Now let's get on that note, hey, we're gonna we gonna get you out of that grip, man. We don't wanna get you in trouble, man. <laughs> but we're gonna shift to this black woman. Yeah, this one this is probably gonna this is gonna this is gonna make us mad, man. Right. So there's a viral video that's going around social media of a black woman that entered a store and she was just going to the store, picking up some items or whatever. Black woman, white man was in the store. He started heckling her, started saying racist things to her. And, you know, she just like, listen, man, I'm trying to get my stuff and get up out of here. He puts his things in front of hers on the counter and says some other stuff. And then next thing you know, he's wailing on her. He punched her. Now he's punching her over and over again, and she's trying to protect herself. And I'm, I was, if you haven't seen this, go to the I Hate the Homies Instagram or social media pages. You can watch this video. Um, but it's very disturbing. But my question is, <laughs> and this goes to the I, the homie, I hate the homie of the week. The brother that was in the background, it didn't do nothing. It was a brother, right? It was a brother That's in the background. A brother in the background. Watching a sister get beat down. By some white guy. Uh, we, now, if that's all, me, you, or Griff, first I'm, of after all, him. I'm after him. I'm, I, and I have to say this with as much calm as I can. He would have never got loud with her if I was in that gas station. Oh, no. Never, no. I'd have been like, hey, sir, say it to me. Or, hey, sir, leave her alone. Now, once I say leave her alone, whatever happened after that got to do with me and him. But I definitely, this is why we hate the homie. The homie in the background watched the whole thing, didn't even separate it, didn't even do nothing. Homie, we hate you so much. I wish we knew your name. If somebody knows who his name is, tell us. We hate you in real life. Because that's probably the same homie that's not going to do something to a white guy, but he'll come rob you, come me, or Rock T. Or his on. own kind. Come on. Come on, dog. Y'all <laughs> that's can, the problem I have with it. Y'all can hate us if you want, but we're keeping it real, man. There's so much black-on-black -black crime, man. We so we, we fuss and complain about what the white folks are doing to us, which, yes, there's some things out there that is 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 not right and it should stop. But until we control what we can control in our community, which is our own black-on-black crime i've been saying that for years we can't say we we can't really complain what they doing to us like we doing we doing it almost it's black worse. on black crime Rock every T. single day you know that's what I'm the saying? sad part about it and what homeboy did was was it he need to be beat down Look he at, needs to oh, be beat down you. by us i I, I just want to say to all the women that's listening to the show i ain't gonna let no white man talk to you crazy 
And I'm not going to let a black man talk to you crazy either. I got a mama. I got daughters. I got sisters. And you're not going to respect no black female in front of me ever for the rest of my whole life. I promise you. Come on, man. I'm now, with you there. Now, so we want to hear from you guys, man. Now, I also hated that they showed that woman wearing the Fred Flintstone uh, moo-moo. <laughs> you didn't have to go there. I mean, was, yeah. That was she unnecessary. Was... <laughs> They could have caught her on the game. The bad head. Yeah, but that was you. We hate that homie right here. Yeah, we do, man. So- I hate you for saying that. Gritty Zipper and, and did all that about protecting the woman, protecting the the mother, the sister, Hell. and then you gonna dock her clothes out. Hey, Don't she, do that, man. She got she got to get she got to get the game up. Even though it was funny, up. it was funny. I was thinking it. So y'all can place your comments on on our Instagram page. Uh, uh, what y'all think of that of that video and that whole story right there? But before we get up out of here, um, do y'all want to touch on the the black man that got slapped by the white airport ticket agent, or y'all want to save that for next week? Let's save that one because we can um, go a lot of places I with that one. I would actually like to say this, and we can close that for next week. Punch, jump up to get beat down. When y'all stop thinking that everybody won't bless you in the mouth. I was taught, I'm from Cali. I, I was raised in a time where if you said something, something could get done to you. So the best thing is to mind your own business. But every time they think we one of them ones, you can get caught in the mouth. And that's what he get. And he probably going to be fired. But the best part of that whole video is when he was flipping over backwards, I thought he was going to fall on the bed. <laughs> hey, you, we might as well go ahead and do, talk about it now because you didn't, you didn't. Listen, so a brother was in the airport. Obviously, they was giving him some problems with the, uh, the white ticket agent at United Airlines. The white ticket agent dude came from behind the counter and put himself directly in front of the brother. Now, once, the brother... The once brother you do was, that, once you come behind yeah. the counter, it's something like the Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. Once you once you start making a move, get ready to get the butt beat. But the brother wasn't even... He wasn't being like he was about to attack. He wasn't being overly aggressive. He was just like, man, probably asking questions on yeah. why y'all coming at me, how come I can't get this, whatever was going on. We don't know what was going on before the camera started rolling, but we saw the white dude come from behind the counter, and then he slapped the brother. And the brother was like, the brother was like, yo, did y'all see that? He see, he just put his hands on me. And then he put his hands, and then he laid hands on him. He went into straight, Mike Tyson, (laughs) what? I heard nothing but hallelujah when that that, was slow. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. The only thing that video was missing was that man getting hit and and getting carried off like the luggage, dog. That's if if the video would have ended like that, dog, I'd have reposted it on everything. We're not violent people. We're just not. But I think once you push us to that edge, you're going to find out something you don't want to find out. And I think that's with all three of us. So if y'all haven't seen that video, once again, it's posted on the Instagram. I hate the homies. Go check it out and let us know what y'all think about that one as well. On that note, hey, episode number one is in the books. I hate the homies, man. I hate the homies. I hate the homies is an Urban One Incorporated and Reach Media production hosted by myself, Griff, Rock T, and Super Dave. Follow I Hate the Homies on all socials. Executive produced by Super Dave Robinson, supervisory producer Kobe Cole, Tyner, Philly in the building, sales and corporate partnership Josh Romani and Sam Tatum. 
Digital Mark and J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Thank y'all for listening to I Hate the Homies podcast. We'll be back. Indeed. And you know what? Super Dave gets to keep his name Super for one week because you actually said some things that was actually made sister What does this shirt say? What that, don't, that don't it happen too often. Respect. Respect talent. That's what I am. Talent. <laughs> Wait, none of y'all gonna say anything? No, gonna leave me hanging I, like that? No, I'm actually... Y'all can play the outro. I hate you guys. <laughs> I hate these homies right here. Oh, man. Once again, my name is Rock T. It's your boy Griff. And I'm Super Dave. And guess what? We don't care. <laughs> Even though that Nico. <laughs> Wasn't you supposed to say I hate the homies? Everybody feels like a delay, so I yeah, man, it's all to the good. So, hey, we'll see y'all next week, man. Same time, same place. Got mad love for you. Go follow I Hate the Homies across all your social media platforms. Go tell three people. Tell three people this week. It's all good, man. God bless you guys. We appreciate you. Peace. Peace.